Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Una nueva serie de comedia original de Vix te trae una polémica muy cómica. La dejó el marido. Y bastante revolucionaria para la época. Consuelo, darling. Tú necesitas dinero. ¿Por qué no vendes mi mercancía? Su negocio es provocar la mejor vibra, pero causa una ola de molestias. Pescadora. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro es Consuelo. Yo puedo no tener un peso, pero sí tengo reputación. Una serie exclusiva junto a Catherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo. Disponible ya en la app de Biggs. Dame dos. When we first started this podcast, we wanted it to be a safe space to share our now well-known motherish moments. The great things, the struggles, and all the realness that paint our days as mothers with different shades of colors. And that is why today, our very own Karen has decided to open up about what may be one of her most emotional, personal, and empowering seasons of her life. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Good morning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening. Um, I am so excited about this episode. So Karen is going to give us a major life update. I don't know where this may be emotional, it may be happy, maybe... I want it to be strong. Okay. That's all. I am holding a very warm drink because I went to see Jay Shetty's I saw show. that. I was so jealous. Um, and he, I love him. I love him. I love him. I, he's a, someone that I, I work with. For those um, who don't know who Jay Shetty is, check him out. Look him up. Look like him up. YouTube or his Instagram or anything. So he said that if you hold a warm drink for, you know, I think I think it was like at least 10 seconds or something, like there's like a chemical release in your body that hmm. helps you feel more lovable loving and okay. open okay so, so I'm holding one too if you're actually. ever going to go into what you think is going to be uh this is not what this is today but like if you're gonna have an important discussion or debate with your partner or something like you know really important i think it's really or that might be challenging i think it might be good to just hold a warm cup of tea or coffee because i feel like that is going to give you some comfort and will help you navigate the conversation so that is from Jay. So you guys can see Karen, <laughs> but she's like gripping her Starbucks I'm coffee, <laughs> suffocating it right now. No, just kidding. No. no, it's actually like really hot and it kind of burns. So I'm going to put the, the sleeve back on. Um, <laughs> you know, like I have second degree burns like, in my hand. After this, we'll go into the hospital. Um, no, anyway. I love that because um, this is actually like a big, long motherish moment for Karen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, right? <clears throat> but we will do a motherish moment because I have a motherish moment and I'm ready to go with it whenever you are. So um, this week, you know, it was all like the Dr. Seuss stuff or whatever at the schools, some of the schools. I know he's canceled for some reasons, whatever. Obviously, Florida was like, no, we're good. We're going to keep going. So I love because like some people 
prior to Victoria starting school might have predicted that I was going to be the kind of parent that was like extra and over the top and like all into spirit week. Like people told me like, you're going to be that mom. <laughs> and I just want everyone to know I am not that mom. <laughs> I knew the, you know, the calendar of what was coming, but I just, I can't, I can't do all that. So like Victoria doesn't really know next year. I feel like she's going to be like, this is not it mom. But like, it was Dr. Seuss's birthday. You're supposed to dress them up with like Dr. Seuss vibes or whatever, like striped socks and blah, blah, blah. I actually have a friend, a neighbor of mine. She went all out. Her children look like they just popped out of like a Dr. Seuss book. She did it so well. She like really killed it. And I was like, Victoria, today is mismatch day. She was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. So you lied to Victoria. <laughs> so not only did you fail to not have provide I mean, an appropriate Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss costume. Mismatched. So whatever, I realized, number one, she doesn't have any red or blue clothing at all. Like I went through her whole closet. She doesn't have any. It's like mostly like neutral, pink, like off-white. And I was like, damn, that's on me. Okay, so I need to get her some more variety of colors. But I ended up putting like one like purple sock, one pink sock, mismatching shoes, and like an outfit that was really me trying to be mismatching, but it kind of went well together. Um, and I sent her like that and I was like, here I am, half-ass mom. Then I saw they put like a hat on her in school, right? Yeah, yeah. They made a they made a like their own Dr. Seuss hat in the class, and I was like, she's got it. She's fine. That looks like Dr. Seuss to me. You know, I'm really surprised you don't not feel guilt that you're not feeling bad about this. Oh no, you're kind of like no, owning it. You're I like, really I'm am extremely forgiving. I mean, I can't can't do it all, and this is something that I just I can't. It's not you know maybe when she has like projects and stuff like whatever i'll have to like take it more seriously but like she's three isn't so funny i just got the email for spirit week for fort school Another summer ready how many spirit weeks no he we has one and i actually enjoy it i'm not loving the theme so it's crazy hair day with crazy sock day in one day oh i just i would say then Victorian is normal. superstar day so he's gonna dress like a superstar like a celebrity or like oh, a musician that. yeah wait I like that what are you gonna which celebrity we're doing elvis oh love that right mm -hmm. i love that elvis then is um pajama day and then the other one is which is i think this is like they copy like the 100 days of school but they're calling it grandpa grandma day oh my god so little old man i already got everything ready you did? for that week mm -hmm. wow yes by my motherish moment of the week. So yesterday, my best friend, Adrian, who lives in Arizona, was visiting. She's in town. She's planning her wedding. And she has a little boy who's a few months younger than Ford. And she came over and it was a play date. You know, and like you always get nervous about play date because you're like, okay, are they going to be inside the house? Are we going to take out the toys? Are we, gonna, you know, what's mm -hmm. when it's in your house? So I bought him for Christmas, this little house. I don't know if I talked about it. I think Victoria has a, like a similar yeah. one. Mm -hmm. He loves it. It's the best thing I've ever bought Ford because he's very independent and he just like, he's living there. Like that's his home. He has yes. his little pretend food, his little pretend cleaning you know, sad. He loves it. And yesterday he came over, Teo came over, Mateo, and they had such a great time. And I just kind of sat there and I like, I watched him play with Mateo, but also I kind of like take care of him. And he kind of opened the door and it was like, come in. Mm -hmm. And like walk him to his home. And like, then they gave him like a little broom. So they were both cleaning up. Like two boys playing a house. It like, was this so is, cute. This is very I love modern. it. And then we were it. like, the moms were like ordering. I'm like, yes, we want helado de fresa, por favor. Mm, okay. Helado de fresa. He would come inside yeah. and he like serve you. And then he would like, you know, put his hand out, like charging you for the ice cream. I'm like, I like, I like this little entrepreneur mm -hmm. mind of him. So I will give him like pretend money and then he will come. It was just so cute. It was nice to see. And also I think it's very emotional when you see your best friend's kid that you grew up with mm -hmm. also like kind of growing up together. So I don't know. It was very, very sweet and very uh, endearing to see Ford and Tao play in his little home. 
So I feel like obviously this podcast is very important to me because it has like on record a lot of like the experience and my journey of like, you know, my life after having Victoria. I recall very specifically what comes to mind is like the first episode with Dr. Shell, <laughs> which I was a complete mess. Because I was really just in the yeah. Thick of it. So Dr. Shaw is, is, you know, she became a friend of ours now, but she mm -hmm. is a doctor, an OBGYN, who decided to only focus on postpartum support for women. Yeah. She's um, she's back at a hospital now. Also, she's an OBGYN for an emergency room, but also continues to do some of her. Basically, like she saw a gap and was like, postpartum care is a huge gap, really important. And as an OBGYN who, herself, who had three children, she was like, oh my god, this is crazy. In that conversation. We, I don't know how we arrived at this destination of like me and my postpartum, but I was like sobbing. It was a lot. And for most of the time of motherish, or not a most of it, a lot of the time on motherish so far, which we're, you know, a little over two years in, I've been very like, I don't know if I want to have another baby. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mainly because I was afraid. But in that process, I also was trying secretly <laughs> because I was too afraid to admit it. And I also went through like a few months on Clomid with my OBGYN who was like, just give it a try. Clomid is a medication that stimulates ovulation. So instead of ovulating one egg, you may ovulate like two. Um, so it increases your chances of getting pregnant and that didn't work either. I've kept all of these things like fairly private because I think I also was like afraid to just say like, I think I want to have another baby because I was also afraid that like that would mean I'm going to go through all this stuff again. But I've, I've done a lot of like thinking and a lot of conversations with Juan and I feel like I'm in a very different place now. I feel like I would like to try to have another child. I am a mom already. I have more than enough in my life, but I would like to see if, you know, there's the opportunity to have more. So. For so me, there was an initial conversation with Juan saying, okay, we want to give Victoria a sibling. So neither one of us says it so like, this is what we want. It's more of like... Oh, if it happens, it happens. It, yeah, and, we would like to try. Okay. So we would like to try turned into like, this doesn't happen. Like, it's not happening. Are we I'm, talking like a six-month period or a year? I mean, I, I have literally never been on birth control in my entire relationship with Juan. We're talking about 10 years. And in 10 years... We have not, you know, sorry, Juan, if you're listening, this is a TMI. <laughs> but like, there's no such thing as TMI no, I, in the I, I world also of think motherhood. It's, yeah, it's and I also think people want to know a sense of like, okay, should I word after six months? Should I word yeah. after a year? Like, everyone's personal journey is different and everybody should be speaking to their medical professionals. In my case, though, like there are some women who like, you look at someone and you get pregnant. That has never been my case. You know, Juan and I have been together for almost 10 years. I have never been on birth control. We have never really been, you know, careful we never really use like any sort of like protection and I've only been pregnant once so even having Victoria was like a wow like that took a really long time you know so yeah and you were you were open about that you, yeah, you spoke about yeah. that finally you were like you know what maybe let me take a break yeah and that's when it happened yeah so my doctor was like look Karen at this point you really need to go to a specialist and I was like oh whatever and I was being very childish about it but I think it was just because I was in denial of like just being honest with myself a lot of it was inside of me you know so we went to a specialist and we've had all the exams done and you know on Juan's part everything is great for context we are both in 
advanced was considered what is right, considered for medically a advanced maternal age and advanced paternal age. So Juan is 46, I am 38. And yes, he's eight years older than me. So anyway, so the test from Juan's side, everything's great. And the doctors made it very clear, like for men, a lot of the times it's stuff is fixable, like, you know, lucky them. And then in my case, like everything is fine, except now they found that I have three we're unclear if they're polyps or fibroids, but I have three of them that are inside of my uterus and they are very strategically blocking both of the entrances of and connections with the fallopian tubes, which is kind of wild. And when I saw it visually, you know, when you see the screen and you see the results of like whatever, I was like, man. Makes sense, right? Like so much clarity. Yeah, but also like, why would my body make this like very clear obstacle? It was just so mind-blowing to me. And I think... It's made me think a lot about like what's important in my life right now, you know, where I want to set my priorities, you know, working is very hard. Working can be very stressful and I think it's on us to manage mm -hmm. how stressful it is. But like, I think I really let it go so far. And so it was almost like when I saw those like, what is that called? Like the pictures of the sonogram or whatever. Like, I don't know. When I saw the image of the three images, or the yeah, images, I was yeah. like, is that my job? Is that my stress? You know, as so we had a conversation with the doctor and Juan was like, let's say someone is stressed. And I was like, Juan, it's me. Hi. Yes, I know. It's me. And so the doctor was like, so Karen, like there's nothing, there's nothing wrong. Like in any of my tests, like my account is okay. Everything is on the border of being okay on the lower end of being okay. So that also means like- But normal we, for the age, like realistic, yes, right? Yes. Like, so that also means that if we wait longer, mm -hmm. you know, things are going to get harder. get harder. So her suggestion, the doctor's suggestion was like, let's remove this and then let's try three rounds of- IUI, which is what they call insemination, which basically means, you know, they in a controlled environment, they keep track of exactly when you ovulate. They also put you on the same like ovulation medication to try to, to get your body to ovulate more than one egg to increase your chances. And then they turkey baster you. Um, and I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and they, you know, uh, do their thing. Uh, right, they facilitate for the sperm to be located inside. Inside of the uterus. So that um, you increase your chance of actually fertilizing the Exactly. Egg. Thank you, doctor. And so we have decided to proceed with three months of that. And the doctor said, we're limited to three months because we should not be doing more than three months of this. If in three months it does not work, her recommendation is that we try IVF. And my decision is that I will not try IVF because I think for me and for my own mental health and how I just feel in general about it, I feel like... So um, in IVF, they would have to prep Karen's body mm -hmm. for them to be able to remove her eggs then outside her body they will fertilize the eggs and once they're embryos they would try to go ahead and implant an embryo hoping that it would catch in her uterus and then you know lead to a pregnancy yes. so and what's the logic behind not proceeding if that were because i know for ivf there's a lot more intervention and there's a lot more of let's say stress on the body like there's a lot more required of me and i just don't it's not something i want to do i feel very much like number one i have my my grandma's words in my head, which is, your life is written and what is for you is for you. Granted, you have to do your part to help facilitate what is meant for you. But I feel very strongly that IUI 
So insemination is the step that I'm willing to take. And if that doesn't work, then my mentality is that, you know, either we move on and we have Victoria and she is more than enough for me. We are a family. I am a mother. And that's more than I could ever ask for. And if for whatever reason life has other plans and at some point I magically become pregnant, then that's great. But I don't want it to be the center focus for a very long season of my life. So I feel very, very calm and I feel very like, you know, like the lazy rivers. I feel like we don't have we don't go to those enough anymore. But like the lazy rivers at like water parks where you just get on this little floaty and you just let it take you. And that's where I feel right now. And that's where I feel like I need to be where I'm like, I'm embracing this moment. I'm taking this step to see if this is what is meant for us. And I'm going to give it a try. And Juan, of course, this goes without saying, is the most supportive and is very much like, I follow your lead. It's whatever you want. He wants to have more children. Mm -hmm. He's been very clear. He wants to have twins. And I'm like, that's great, Juan. <laughs> Good for you. He wants to try, you know, but also he's like, your happiness is ultimately the only thing that matters. And he says, when you are happy, we are all happy. Mm -hmm. So n nothing weighs more than that. And so that I, I really appreciate that. And I just want to focus on my family and my family right now consists of Victoria and Juan. And of course, my extended family and my friends. But if we could have one more, that would be amazing. And if that's not what life wants for me, then that's fine too. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arupay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo. Disponible en la app de Biggs, ya. Question, what did your doctor, what did she suggest? Like, why did she, I'm always curious, like, right? When did they decide, like, why not skip right directly to IVF instead of just going through the, you know, like, is there? Yeah. Because, and again, mm -hmm. I, I'm only asking because, I mean, I come from the mind where I've spoken about this too, where I froze my eggs. And yeah. it's kind of the same procedure as IVF, except you never fertilize the eggs, right? Mm -hmm. So you go through all the, everything up to the extraction of the yeah. egg. And that's where yeah. you, the procedure goes. So, and again, maybe I don't remember as well, because it's been so many years. Mm -hmm. But I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to put my body through this for this short period of time. I'm going to, you know, the injections, the hormones, with all that stuff. With IUI, you don't have to do that. Like, it's a lot less It's just the medicine. Invasive. Not. It's just five days of pills, which help you ovulate. And I've already done those before. Well, again, what I'm saying, I feel like the IVF wasn't... I'm just curious, like, what the doctor said. Like, I want to say it was maybe, like, a few days of the shots. It's a much bigger process and it's a much more it's also a lot more expensive which is an important detail so I just don't so the doctor said she feels confident that we should be trying in the closest to natural way possible okay. because she feels confident that we might be able to make it work this way and if not then we look for more intervention right to try and I just I don't know Pamela like I don't know what it is that makes me feel this way but it, I just you know when you feel like this is it like I feel that This is the path that I want to take. And if this doesn't work, then that's okay. And we move on. So I wanted to share that because 
Number one, I feel like everyone, not everyone, but most women, our default is to to not say it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's mm -hmm. keep this private because what if it doesn't work? And that is such a path to loneliness that is a lot of the loneliness that I felt in my postpartum and is a lot of the motivation of why we do this every week. I don't think that I need to, you know, go through this in silence. I want to share my story. I want to share it with you, listener, because this community, like no one understands this like a mother, you know? So that's why I wanted to share it. And I think it's a big step. So next week is my procedure to remove my fibroids. I'm a little bit nervous because I've never been completely under okay. in anesthesia. But also my mom's like, it's going to be great because you can sleep. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> How's like, your mom, by the way? Uh, How was mom, the conversation with my her? My mom is a mom, you know. So she's very nervous because she's like, you're my baby. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I told her like... Because she's also like my support for you. Like I know that I can, I'm limited in how much I can protect you and help you. And so she's like, I, you know, I will help you with Victoria as much as possible during, you know, the surgery and whatever. And I said, your support is so much more than just Victoria, like way beyond. Um, God, I love my mom. And she, she has, I mean, I tell her, right. But I don't think she really understands like the, It's like I have my my little North Star that helps me. So she helps me kind of like feel really good about about doing this. And, you know, I know she's nervous and I know she's very much of a believer of like whatever is meant to be will be and, you know, faith and whatever. And I'm like, yes, but I still want to try this. You know, <laughs> lately we have a lot of like stories surrounding us of like miracle babies And like, it's kind of wild because there's like a lot and very like close and recent, which can go two ways, right? It can either, either tell the voice in my head, like, you can't make this happen if it's not going to happen for you. That's the negative voice. Mm. Or the positive voice is like, if it's for you, it's going to be for you. Right. And you just have to be ready to receive. Mm -hmm. So I've been leading into the positive voice quite a bit. Good, good. Um, it's an exercise, you know? I also told my mom this morning, like, I have such a wonderful life. You know, I'm a very, I'm very grateful. I have an amazing daughter who counts for like three kids with her personality. <laughs> I have an amazing daughter. I have an amazing husband. We're fortunate enough to like be able to hang out with my mother-in-law and my parents and, you know, my brother-in-law and my brother whenever we want because they're here, you know, like for our anniversary recently, we're like, what do we do? You know, you tend to like want to go out together, just the two of you and whatever. But I told Juan, I go, I kind of want to hang out with our family for our anniversary. And he's like, I love that idea. Oh. So we invited, you know, our families over for, for our anniversary. And then Juan, who, guys, I've never met anybody who murders toasts like you know moments of like i can totally see oh Juan my doing god that. yeah anytime Everyone's he grabs crying, i'm sure yeah. right? anytime yeah. he grabs the glass to give a toast that's it grab your napkins grab your sweater whatever so what you did need he say? so he was like i want to make a toast he's like because cry. you're already crying look at this is there a juan fan here he goes i want to make a toast because when we celebrate our anniversary everybody thinks about the marriage everybody thinks about the wedding and everybody thinks about the couple You think about your wife, you think about your husband, whoever it may be. He goes, but our anniversary is symbolic of our family expanding and becoming one. And so he goes, this, this anniversary is celebrating all of us as a family together. 
and he looks at my parents he goes you guys are my family and this is the anniversary of that and I was just like <gasps> and Victoria's looking at us like it cheers is it time like got my cup ready you know but it was so beautiful and so like I, I'm very happy with my life and I'm very fortunate but even with that I think I want to try to go through this season I want to share this season with all of you I know this is a safe space and that's all so I wanted to share that I'm excited. When Karen told me, it was just, I guess, I'm, I'm very optimistic about everything. And I'm I'm a woman of faith. And I do feel like, you know, God would always has better plans than we ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm excited. And I think it's going to be nice going through this season with you so you're not alone and that you could talk to us about it. And I'm sure there's going to be highs and lows. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we're just here. We're here for you. Wishing you the best. Praying for the best. And I think the best is just to come. I do have to be very open and honest about something about my personality. Like, I think it takes a lot of like self-reflection to understand the kind of person that you are before you go into like, you know, things that might be difficult or challenging. And my personality, and Juan can attest to this, but my personality has always been, this is where my Scorpio side comes out, (laughs) but I like to win. I'm an extremely competitive person and I like to win. And it is taking so much of me to set my mentality differently when it comes to this. Because this is not about winning. This is about living. And so sometimes I have to catch myself when I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this and let's see. It might happen on the first try and whatever. And it's like, what are you talking about? Who are you talking to in your head? Like... This is not a competition and this is a win because you tried, period. And that's where it ends, you know? But that's just me like, you know, opening up with a little bit of the internal dialogue, which is, I think, one of the hardest parts of going through something like this. Because like, I don't know how your voice in your head is, but my voice in my head, she's mean. She's really mean. And I have to like keep her in check a lot. So in this season, she's going to have to take a back seat. No, but I think it's also good that you started the the conversation saying, I'm already winning. Like, I already love my life. I'm yes. already very blessed. I'm already present in the moment and aware of all the blessings that I have and all the things that you have that make you happy. And I think that's, you are aware that you are already winning. You yeah. know, so I think once you go into that, with that mentality, you know, I think your competitiveness. <laughs> <laughs> we have to put that in other areas. Yes. <laughs> Essentially um, more in the uh, spirit week at school. I could maybe channel it there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm excited. And again, I, I'm just glad that you're sharing it with us and that we're here for you and that you have a safe space. And so that's all, folks. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Garopay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com. Punto com para detalles. 
Dicen que traigo la suerte a todo el que está a mi lado. Y esa es mi mala fortuna. Basada en el clásico de Juan Rulfo, llega Univisión, el gallo de oro. Supongamos que la caponera puede inclinar la suerte a quien ella quiera. ¿Estás tardando en conquistarla? Con Lucero, José Ron y Plutarco Asa. Este gallo está cambiando la vida. En una historia legendaria de amor y azar. No trates de cambiarme, no lo vas a lograr. El gallo de oro, lunes a viernes a las 9 por Univisión.